Good morning, everyone, in the BAS Fantasy Football League. This is your commissioner, Ryan Schwartz, and this is another episode of the BAS Fantasy Football Podcast. For episode 11, we are going to be recapping round one of the playoffs, how we got there, and then round two and seeing what's going on today. I want to try to get this episode out so everyone can maybe take a listen to it prior to the game starting at one o'clock, but then again, we'll see what happens. So here we are, December 15th, approximately 10 days from Christmas. I hope everyone is looking forward to uh, seeing what Santa Claus puts underneath your tree this year and uh, having some time to rest and spend uh, good quality time with family and friends. Uh, Just a a plug, we will be again having annual Festivus. It is a magical day. It is filled with all types of fun, really. I mean, it starts with Josh's basement doing shots, and we last year we did a podcast, so for any of you in the league that want to participate, um, we're going to try to do that again. I think that was a lot of fun. Uh, by that time, we'll be able to recap uh, the winners and the losers of, of this year's uh, champions and DOS holders, so... <clears throat> I guess last year was it. I mean, again, we uh, we drank. We went to Phoenixville. We saw uh, one stripper perform uh, multiple times uh, and left within fifteen minutes. So that was fun. And yeah, I mean, we typically have a we have a good good time as we go through our annual festivus. It's always great to get together with uh, friends and friends of the league and friends we haven't seen in a while. So uh, yeah, I guess you want to know the date. So the date that we're planning this year, it's uh, December 27th, so that would be a Friday, uh, two days after Christmas. We were contemplating Thursday, but I think Friday's a good day, so yeah, um, open invitation to everyone in the BS League. I know we'll probably only get about 40% of the league, but that's cool. Uh, try to have a nice podcast and you know talk about our ups and downs of the season. So, so that said... Um, yeah, 10 days till Christmas, and I have not purchased a single gift. I tried to start um, purchasing gifts, but then I saw a record that I bought, and and I stopped. So I've only bought myself something, and it, typic- and it technically wasn't for Christmas. So uh, a lot to do. Uh, thank God for Amazon and, and Amazon Prime, and um, a couple days before Christmas that I'll be able to, to take care of that stuff. So... Hope everyone looking forward and getting jolly. I will say um, it doesn't feel like Christmas really at all. Uh, it's just been a busy, busy time of the year. But hopefully I get a little bit of spirit uh, this time next week. I'll be doing a, a podcast right before to preview the championship and what's going on there. So um, overall, yeah, honey, don't don't text me while I'm podcasting. Overall, um it's been a really, really fun season. It was a really, really interesting round one of the playoffs. I definitely want to break down some of the games there and kind of see where everything's at. Uh, but one of the things that I wanted to do prior to that uh, was... Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry, I'm getting text messages. I'm not very professional. It's okay. I don't edit these things, so you hear everything happening live. So one thing I wanted to do prior to getting into the recap and uh, talking a little about this was... Going back to the draft, right? So obviously, if I'm looking across the board in our, our, our first two picks for each team, and in some cases, first three picks, there's been some really, really great uh, teams that have uh, weathered the storm throughout the season. 
And then there's other teams that, uh, based off that, so I think it'd be cool to kind of go back and, and just recap some of those things for, for those that don't remember all of the other uh, piece. Um, <clears throat> one second, guys. Um, let me play some, some music here. I'm getting some, some things I need to handle. So I just had to answer that question. I should have no more interruptions other than the washing machine going off in the background of the basement here. So what I wanted to do is, is kind of go through each team and talk a little bit about the first play, first and second round draft picks, kind of what happened based off those picks, the, the thoughts around that, and kind of where they sat from uh, everything going on in that play. So in terms of the playoff contenders, right, in round one we had, we had uh, Nigel, we had Alex, we had Pat, we had DJ, and two buys with uh, Meech and Brandon. So I want to start with those, obviously those teams, because those teams actually uh, matter. Well, they did matter in, in round one. So if you recall, pre-draft, we had, uh, we had the Alex, um, the current DOS holder on the podcast. Um, he was extremely prepped to make his selections because he actually printed out a top uh, 200 draft sheet. So that's, that's really um, promising. And for all those comments that we make and all the, the fun that we make of him uh, for his uh, way of playing fantasy football, lo and behold, Alex is in round two. So, <laughs> of course, I mean, that preparation really paid off for you, buddy. So, so good for you. Um, so let's look at Alex's team. Alex was, where was he? He was at pick number three. So with pick number three, he went with Christian McCaffrey. And Christian McCaffrey has been a beast. He has just been, I mean, between the touchdowns and, and the rushing yards, he's obviously the number one running back across the board. And I think he's probably, if not, he's in the top five of, of top fantasy performers this year. So uh, kudos to you, Alex, on, on making that, that really great selection at number three. I mean, I don't think you had a choice. Uh, potentially, you could have taken Ezekiel Elliott, but... You went with Christian McCaffrey, and that was a that was a great pick. I'm sure that was number three on your sheet. So that's a that's a great pick. Um, for rounds two and three, though, uh, you went with Zach Ertz and and Julian Edelman. Zach Ertz, obviously, we know with our fellow Eagles, it's been an up and down season. So you know, trying to get that strong tight end, and again, in the first four picks, uh, second round for everyone was a tight end. So that's actually really interesting uh, dynamic and kind of where things sat. Um, but yeah, Christian McCaffrey has been um, a great asset for you. Um, it will help in in round two this week as you uh, as you go against uh, one of the uh, two time holding uh, champions of the BS League, Meech. Um, so, but then again, this is a this is a chance for Alex to actually get a second title under his belt and exchange that DOS. The good thing is you will not have it next year. The even better thing is you went ahead and finished your duties as the, the DOS holder. So I'm actually think I'm seeing you later today. So that's really exciting. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm hoping to get a guest on next week's episode to kind of critique the work that you've done there. So best of luck in round two, Alex. Um, your competitor for round one. And again, we're going to go into a little bit of the recaps as we go uh, through the through the, uh, the podcast here. So so newcomer, uh, Nigel Garrett. Nigel, hope you've been well. I haven't seen you in, in the office because I'm stuck in a room in another building trying to get work done. So 
I'm hoping to hang out with you at some point over the Christmas break, but you were heavy, heavy, heavy on Kansas City with your first two picks with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Obviously, with this league, we haven't necessarily had uh, QBs go in round one, but I, I don't think anyone thought that having Patrick Mahomes as a round one overall pick was a bad decision based on the performances that he had in the previous year. So, that said, we know Patrick Mahomes had suffered some injury throughout the season. Um, he's actually been kind of not really performing to his caliber on uh, the past few weeks. And and overall, I mean, it's kind of been an up-and-down ride for him. I guess <clears throat> he's uh, kind of coming down to earth, but he's still a pretty damn good quarterback. And it did get you to round one, but it didn't get you to round two. We'll go into more of those details soon. So, with Tyreek Hill, uh, your stack, I like, I like the, uh, the strategy there. Uh, certainly, Tyreek Hill was uh, had some injury injury issues, and you know it has been when he's when he's in, he's been good. Um, you know, however, it's it's been uh, mediocre the past few weeks when you're looking at his performance. But with the third pick, uh, I guess I am going to go third pick with all these because I'm looking at him and I'm like, oh, makes up for everything. Josh Jacobs, um, interesting third pick, um, probably about the. Eighth running back to go off the board. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, definitely not the eighth running back. I'm sorry. Probably like the 15th running back to go off the board. <coughs> but he's been awesome. He's been really good. And I think he has a really strong performance. It's a shame it's not a dynasty league and getting in that you have great uh, draft value with him. So, and it's been great playing you with you this year, Nigel. And thank you for uh, for subbing in for our, for our buddy, Ben. Um, uh, more discussions around uh, around next year as we go into that. If we're looking at the other two um, playoff contenders that actually played last week before we go into the bye teams, Patrick. Patrick is the reigning two-time back-to-back champion. Um, going into more details, but he will be competing for a potential three-time champion. Of, of the BAS League, I mean, it's, it, it's incredible. Uh, you know, you certainly have had some weeks where, you know, I think it was right down to the wire in terms of points that got you into the playoffs, and, you know, and here you are still contending. So if we're looking at your three picks, uh, you're drafting at number 12, you went with two receivers and then a running back. So Michael Thomas, who is obviously we know is the number one wide receiver overall he is on pace to break um i believe the all-time receptions uh per season um so i mean there's nothing to say on Michael Thomas. we can skip right over him we know he's good he's he he puts up fantasy points from a ppr standpoint every week it's a it's a it's a layup now juju on the other hand has been a complete disappointment he's been out of he's been out the past few weeks um, obviously with Ben Roethlisberger going out early on for the rest of the season, it's been kind of an uphill struggle and he really hasn't been a, I think that top round, top two round, uh, type of receiver that people were anticipating him to be. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, here you are and here you continue to be in, in round two, uh, more to come. And then David Montgomery was your, was your third pick and your first running back. Um, David Montgomery, Devil Singletary, and Peyton Barber are with the running backs. So I'm I'm really looking at it, wondering, wow, I can't believe you're in the playoffs, uh, especially with I'm looking down the board. But nonetheless, uh, David Montgomery has had sparks of of, of really good uh, production. 
I think he'll also continue to be a, a viable uh, running back in a dynasty fashion going going forward. Uh, so we have our two bye week guys. The bye week guys were obviously Brandon and Josh. Uh, Brandon had uh, a ton of points last week that didn't mean a goddamn thing, but he really had a, a strong first three picks, and I think that that's why he obviously ended the season um, as number one uh, with his record. And I think it's uh, it. it I mean, his team alone, I mean, always uh, think he has a good team that he drafts across the board with Austin Eckler uh, looking down in round round seven. Great value. But anyway, back to his first three picks. I digress. DeAndre Hopkins, who again has been, you know, a, an awesome receiver. Um, he hasn't been to the caliber he's been in the previous seasons, but I mean, he's still... Killing, he's giving you fantasy production value as a wide receiver one every week, which is a great thing. Um, and Travis Kelsey was, as I mentioned, uh, the first four picks took a tight end in the second round. Travis Kelsey is certainly a um, awesome PPR tight end. I don't know if he's number one. He's he's definitely had production, so I don't really have the stats, uh, everything in front of me, just the board, my phone, and I don't feel like switching back and forth. And then for your third pick, which has been a a great fantasy asset is Leonard Fournette. Um, I know he's been kind of stale the past few weeks, but overall, I mean, he has been really, really killing it. So to get him with your uh, third-round pick, I would say, is really, really strong uh, fantasy value there. <clears throat> and he's certainly outperformed where he's sitting in a, in, in a round three perspective. So uh, best of luck to you this week, Brandon. Um, certainly, I guess if you are if you win, I, I'm going to have to like take a how to Photoshop class. I know I've done some pictures in the back, but you you won't be my graphic designer this year if you win because I really don't want to have you uh, creating your own picture. So I guess we'll just have to anticipate what happens uh, in that event. Um, but nonetheless, great season. Great to uh, get the, the number one placement and get that by uh, along with Josh. Uh, Josh, you know, again, here he is in the, in the upper thresholds of the, of the fantasy um, BAS League. Um, I know he's also in the upper thresholds and, and still competing in the LOEG League that DJ runs. I like to try to incorporate that as we can, as you know. Um, got a phone call from, from, from Josh last week. Uh, he was upset that the only way I view him uh, from a fantasy perspective is that he likes to take shots and that he just wants to party. I mean, everybody knows that you like to take shots and you just want to party. Nonetheless, I would like to also go into that conversation because Josh was very, very upset. As you know, last week was kind of a depressing week for a lot of players between concussions and injuries and players getting placed on the IR. So Josh, unfortunately, had a lot of players fall into that mix, both with LOEG and BAS. So let's talk about his first three picks and then we'll talk about that phone call again. Super, super strong. He went running back, running back. Um, oh, man. If you hear beeping in the background, that's my, my washer and dryer. I apologize for that. My wife is doing, it looks like the bedding, and it's beeping every five fucking seconds. So, uh, back to Josh. He went running back, running back, and then receiver. Um, and one of those receivers, obviously, we'll be talking about in a second. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Eh, he's been okay. Uh, Nick Chubb, I think, has been 
amazing. Uh, I think he'll continue to be good. I know with uh, with Kareem Hunt coming back into the mix, he's been taking some of that production, but he's still getting strong production. And then Mike Evans, right? We talked about uh, with Josh's conversation, and again, he went off for a good, uh, I guess, good four or five minutes on how extremely upset he was and how much of a fantasy is a joke and you have to be lucky and all of these things. I mean, I, I totally sympathize with you, Josh. I, I, I feel the same way from a fantasy football perspective, especially within the BAS League. Um, but you've, you've won a lot of leagues. So, I mean, the fact that some of your players got hurt, I mean, I certainly can uh, understand that piece. However, um, you know, you probably still win this week. I mean, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We'll get into the breakdown here. Uh, I'm looking at the time, and I'm spending way too much of it on this recap um, of the draft. So let's keep going. Now, to the teams that unfortunately are contending for a wonderfully girthy uh, ebony something that, yeah, I'm not going to go into too many details, but we have a number of players that are still in contention for the DOS. Um, I want to take this time before we go into the players to talk about the DOS again. A lot of questions, and I'll mention again in the next podcast, just in case you didn't listen to this one, and you listen to the next one, you hear the story. So the way that the DOS works, every year it does come down to the third game. So I was obviously competing with Frank last week. We were chatting back and forth on text messages on how wonderful of an arm uh, Emmanuel Sanders has. Um, But one of the questions came up, he's like, if I win this week, you know, Blah 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 blah. My team's so fucking good. Um, if I win this week, do I still do I still compete for the DOS? And technically, yes, right. Um, it is a case where it goes in the record. It usually goes into round three. It typically gets solved, to be honest with you. But I do want to preface that in the event that it is like someone going in there with a one and two versus one and two record, it's going to be solved by by that that title essentially. That, that should, you know, and again, the odds always, and the probabilities always work themselves out. So the fact that Frank did win in round one, um, most likely wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't be contending for a DOS. He wouldn't have the DOS in his possession. So kudos to you. And, and more specifically, because you scored so many points. Wow. So many points um, that it, it, even if it came down to a point scenario, it wouldn't even matter. So let's talk about your team, Frank. If I'm looking at, um, okay, cool. So at the 10th pick, you went running back, running back, running back. And based off of those three running backs, you only had one that actually performed. So those running backs would be James Conner, on Johnson, and then Chris Carson. So Conner has been okay, has been injured. Is playing today, I don't think it matters because he wasn't good enough to kind of keep you in terms of some of the other top 10 uh, running backs. He's kind of probably been in that 15 range. Carry uh, on Johnson, um, carry on the IR, right? Because he was out, I forget which week it was, uh, apologies. I really should be more structured on my stats. But right in the beginning of the season, in the first few weeks, he was out. And um, that that, you know, again... He was, he's projected to be a stud. He will still probably be a stud. Um, it just wasn't his year. Unfortunately, he was one of the running backs, as we always have, um, that go out for, for the season. 
So, and then Chris Carson of the Seahawks has been has been just a beast. I mean, I have him in Dynasty, and I'm so happy to have him in Dynasty because I feel like he's just going to be a consistent. He's not necessarily Skittles light, but he's damn near close. So, nonetheless, Frank, I know you were trying to make some some strong running back plays in the beginning, um, but unfortunately you are um, really not competing for anything, but I still have your iPad, so if you ever want to come over and say hi, hello, I mean, you can come get your iPad, or maybe I'll just give it to you uh, next season. I'll make sure that it's uh, charged for you. Right next to the draft was, uh, we'll talk about the, we'll talk about the, uh, the, the matchup between Frank and I. Um, obviously, my, my first three picks um, were, were risky, um, they haven't been been terrible. I mean, I mean, quite honestly, if I look at yes, I'm competing for the DOS and have a strong chance that I may get the DOS. My wife tells me that she's going to make a beautiful flower arrangement around it, so I guess she's not um, too too concerned. But I, I'm very I'm very concerned. Um, and honestly, I I think I was a game or two out in looking at everything. Um, that could have got me got me into the playoffs, and and if I were in the playoffs, battling last week, I would have won round one. But again, I digress. I understand it's fantasy football. I understand that there's definitely um, uh, a luck associated with it, you know. But another another thing that I just wanted to say, you know, it's it's it, it just really it's really difficult when you have weeks where you have a good team and your team performing. And I've had at least three or four weeks this year where it's been. Have a good week. Other team has a better week. So, perfect example of fantasy football. Anyway, uh, Julio Jones, Todd Gurley, and Amari Cooper have were my first three picks. Uh, Julio Jones, uh, I, I knew that was risky, but I also thought that uh, Matt Ryan would have a good season, and I think he's you know he's he's been okay, but he really hasn't been Julio Jones like. I mean, he's been like 10, 12 fantasy points as a, and as a receiver one or first pick. Definitely haven't gotten the value there. Uh, Todd Gurley, another thorn in my side. He's had certainly had good weeks, but overall, uh, I probably could have gotten another player. Uh, let's see, what players could I have had outside of Todd Gurley? I could have taken Dalvin Cook. I could have taken Nick Chubb. I could have taken Leonard Fournette. I could have taken Aaron Jones. I could have taken Chris Carson. I fucked up, but here I am. Uh, Amari Cooper, I think, was a good pick. I think he's been strong. Uh, throughout the season, and I, I really like that. And you know, if I keep looking down my board, I'm not going to go down anymore. It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle of the year, and that's why I'm in uh, in the loser bracket, uh, sitting at an, a nice 0 and 1. Uh, that's that's exciting. I can't wait to uh, try to con- battle battle out today. But whatever. Moving to the left of the draft board, we have uh, um, our our politician slash magician. Oh, that's something you should do, Kevin. You should you should be a a Apollo magician. Apollo magician. That's exactly what you are. So, um, you, I don't know if you can make that DOS disappear though. That thing's pretty big. Uh, so your first three picks, uh, struggle Adam Thielen starting from the third pick, which is a great third pick. And he had a really, really strong start of season, but he's been hurt. You know, you, you, you know, I think we're seeing uh, a pattern here that if one of your top three picks, uh, gets hurt, you're, you you might be in trouble as you, as you go go throughout the season. So uh, then you also had Odell Beckham Jr., which is 
I, I hate Odell Beckham Jr. I'm so glad that he's had a shitty season in, at, in Cleveland. I'm so glad that he's all upset and all of those things because, he's, I don't know, I just don't, I don't fucking like him. So he hasn't been uh, doing anything good. Um, probably every single one of your other receivers um, are doing better than him, outside of maybe Paul Richardson. Uh, but he wasn't taken until the uh, 13th round. So, and then Le'Veon Bell is your number one. Um, another person that I can't stand. Like you, I mean, literally, you have, you have people on your team that would, ugh, gross. Le'Veon Bell, I'm so glad he also hasn't had a really good season because he's a fucking asshole. Um, but he has been serviceable. He has uh, obviously obviously played uh, some good games and had some some strong performances. But but nonetheless, I mean, it's been it's been kind of a joke. So, that said, we'll go keep going to the left. Uh, for Tally's team, he had Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon, and Aaron Jones. I mean, honestly, uh, I feel for Tally because I think he had a team that probably could have um, was very close to playoff contention. And, you know, Devontae Adams obviously was hurt. I feel you on that one. Uh, Joe Mixon hasn't really really been Joe Mixon. I know he's had a couple games. I'm not sure if you, you played him or subbed him with other folks on on the team, but, and then Aaron Jones, I mean, Aaron Jones has been a beast. I'm shocked that they, you know, free Aaron Jones is, uh, as, as Barry would say, but, uh, he's been, he's been a beast. He's been really strong, uh, running back. Um, you know, and unfortunately here you are, um, and you're going to be continuing to contend for the, the DOS, right? As we go into round two, um, I think I got mostly everybody, uh, oh, no, 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 the first two, okay, I have two more to go, two more to go, and then we'll do a quick recap, where am I at on time-wise here, uh, 25 minutes, okay, I'm gonna get through all this in the next 15 minutes, I, I promise you, I promise you, it won't be that long, yeah, I don't have any, uh, any live reads or anything today, so, you know, whatever, so, Kyle, 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 um, second round pick, went uh, running back, tight end, receiver. Um, it's been a real struggle for Kyle in this league, but however, from an LOG standpoint, he's actually in, in round two, uh, contending for the playoffs. I mean, he has a real, real strong team there. He scored 198 points last week, and, you know, I'm actually worried. He's pl- We're actually playing each other this week, so... His team's his team's real strong in LOEG. I mean, I know BAS hasn't worked out too much for him, but to think about it, um, damn man. Um, best of luck to you. Uh, hope to see you today. And yeah, so back to uh, BAS. Alvin Kamara, uh, George Kittle, and Keenan Allen. Um, Kamara's been, you know, pretty good. I know he had two weeks where he was out, but uh, you know, overall, he's still been he's he's still been performing as a as a number one. Uh, running back, but you know, the rest of the combination of the team, and I know you played some, some weeks where people uh, put up some points on you, and you were also putting up points. Uh, George Kittle has obviously been a little bit of a up and down character, as well as Keenan Allen. Um, so yeah, I mean, you just got to keep uh, keep plugging through it as you as you go through. Hopefully, you do not get the uh, the DOS, but who knows? And then finally, uh, person I play in round two this week. Uh, for for DOS round two is uh, Jeremy had the number one overall pick. Honestly, I hate the number one overall pick. Look what it does. It doesn't do anything good for you. 
However, if I look at Jeremy's top three picks, I mean, there's a reason why he, you know, if you look at how the players performed and where he picked some of the players, he has Antonio Brown. We know the story there. We don't need to go into any of those details. He has Devontae Freeman, another player who has been out, hasn't been like himself. I mean, it's just been... It's just been a tough, tough match, tough uh, matchups for him as he goes in. As he goes into uh, uh, the work that he's doing, oh, messed that part up. And then Saquon Barkley. I mean, uh, again, I mean he's been okay, but he hasn't been Saquon Barkley like or performing as a number one uh, running back. So, in summary, fantasy football is all about luck, right? If you have two okay players and they make it through the whole season in your first three rounds, you're probably in good shape. If you have three okay players that two of them get injured, you're probably going to be competing for the DOS. So at the end of the day, I look at it as not so much of like the value of where you get the picks. Yeah, there's certainly a couple standouts. If we look at the first two rounds, you know, like um, um, uh, Dalvin Cook, DJ. Did I? I don't think I. I don't think I previewed your. Uh your game nope didn't preview DJ's hold on one more before the summary so with DJ uh DJ is where is DJ what is he doing this week he is doing nothing um because DJ played his brother not only in BAS but in LOEG as well from a playoff spot so I guess it's funny I work I mean I guess it could have it could be worse you could have you could have lost in both leagues but you're still contending um going against Meech in round two for LOEG um, and you heard the the banter from from Meech. He was uh, super upset that uh, most of his players got injured and may be out. Uh, we talked about Mike Evans. I don't even think I went into details further than that conversation. So again, Josh, I have failed you as a friend and going into the detail of of what you are outside of just doing shots. So maybe we should uh, do a drinking game. Um, I don't know something. Anyway, I digress. Back to DJ's team, and he is going. He doesn't really have anything to play for right now, so he's done. So he went with uh, with Dalvin Cook in the second round, and I do recall that he was going. He was reaching, or uh, I forget what the actual comment was. Uh, he was reaching for him, or he was you know crossing his fingers, blah blah blah. So, I mean, whatever whatever you were praying or hoping for, I mean, has panned out. Dalvin Cook has been a beast. Um, David Johnson has not been a beast. Uh, David Johnson is currently getting less workload because he just hasn't been that been that good. I know he's he was a little, he was injured. Uh, I know they brought in uh, Kenyon Drake, and you know he just. I mean, again, if you look at the first three slots, it's just been a tough one. Tyler Lockett, same thing. Tyler Lockett. I mean, I know I have him. I have him in another league. He's just been been tough to to, to manage. So, yeah, what can you do? I mean, at least you have your own. You have your own league. You know, I know you were making uh, some comments that there are stacked teams uh, in the league. You were playing one of those stacked teams. Maybe you reverse jinx Josh in some way, shape, or form in the comments he had in your email. Um, because, you know, you have, you have a good team going into a potential uh, championship for LEG. Didn't work out this, this much for, for BAS. So, um, as I was going in summary, you know, I think, I think fantasy football is, is, is quite a bit about luck. Um, obviously, if you're going off the rankings... Sometimes they help out, but I think they really only help out in the sense of kind of giving you an understanding. I mean, if we look at the first round, only maybe one or two running backs have really been performing. I know it's been a weird year for running backs, but 
overall being one, two, three, four, five, I guess five, but in the first round, not too much. Uh, receivers have been okay. Um, so yeah, I thought it'd be cool to recap that. I, I don't know how much you got out of that from uh, from that discussion, but I think it was I think it was fun. There's some good fun uh, things there. So round one, round one of the playoffs. Uh, it was not really exciting. I I don't I don't I don't think. Um, you know, obviously if we go into the 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 I thought the most the probably the most exciting game or interesting game was uh, Alex versus uh, versus Nigel. Uh, obviously Nigel was projected to, to beat Alex, but Alex came with the fire and destroyed Nigel 177 to 110. So going back to my point on Alex is, I guess all you need to do is print out the top 200 and you should, you should be good moving forward. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan, Christian McCaffrey, Julian Edelman, Zach Ertz, Darius Slayton, I mean, you have one, two, three, four, five players on your team last week that had over 24 points, 25 points, essentially. So, wow. I mean, it's, it's, that's incredible. So, here you go. You're going to potentially take a championship for printing out that spreadsheet. Very cool. Uh, Nigel, just wasn't your week. We talked a little bit about Patrick Mahomes being lackluster as well as Tyreek Hill. Uh, the comp, the combined points from them didn't even match that of Zach Ertz. So they had 29.6 points. And yeah, I mean, obviously, Philip Lindsay, uh, you put in Rashad Penny. That didn't help you. Uh, there's nothing really. I mean, e- even Godwin, who has been a stud, only got you 16 points. I mean, it's a shame. It's, it, it, it's, it's pretty bad when your top receiver and your kicker score the same amount of points. It's just, it's just not going to be be a good time. So, that said, we'll go into round two. Uh, Nigel is in contention for nothing. Um, he, you know, again, got a chance to see the antics of the, of the draft. He got a chance to see the antics of all of our group text message and the, and the, uh, the podcast. Well, we really only have had three podcasts this year, so, oh well, it is what it is. The next playoff bout, which was... Somewhat more interesting was the uh, the brothers' duel of uh, Patrick and DJ. Um, Patrick pulled this one out, one thirty five to one oh seven. Uh, obviously, DJ's been riding hard on Lamar Jackson. He's super thankful for him. I just noticed that he has him in in his dynasty league as well. So he's loving that forty seven points against Meech in round two uh, for LOEG. Again, with Josh's team decimated, I'm sure he is so happy about that big uh, amount of points that Lamar Jackson continues to put up. Um, but he really did it in round one, only 28, only 28. Uh, Dalvin Cook had a mediocre uh, week. Uh, Miles Sanders, DJ Moore, Westbrook, I mean, really, none of your, none of your players came out to play. Um, Michael Thomas, as we mentioned, had a huge day. Uh, 31 points, 11 receptions, and Robert Woods also had another, you know, a very, a very big day. He's actually a, a great, a great option this week. I think if you're looking at a, at a receiver for a daily fantasy, I think Kyle has him against me and uh, LOEG. So, I mean, at the end of the day, DJ had a week of that. Uh, you know, none of my players who I think are gonna play played. Um, a couple long shots you took um, on your bench. You didn't really have anything either, maybe Christian Kirk, but at, at the end of the day, nothing would have helped you based off the point differential. So, 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, Pat, you had Michael Thomas and Robert Woods, as we talked about. Gallup, who's been pretty good, gave you 18 points. Uh, Montgomery, we said, he's up and down. Singletary, up and down. He had an up week. Uh, Kirk Cousins, not much, but it was enough to beat beat your brother. So uh, so kudos to you. Sorry, DJ, um, on the loss there. Um, not competing for anything. DJ is uh, is eliminated from any any contention. So that's you know it's always not fun. So probably most people don't even really want to listen to this podcast at this point. But Pat has an opportunity to three peat. I am wondering if that's going to happen or not. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. Um, I think those were all the games uh, from from the the playoff bracket. Obviously, Josh and Brandon had a bye. So going into the consolidation DOS bracket, um, I played Frank. So Frank, as I mentioned, um, I feel like we have like a um, always have a battle for some reason. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you killed me. 162 to 147. Um, probably two of the higher scores across the board for even the people that were in the playoffs outside of Alex, but. It is what it is. It was another one of his weeks. I mean, I had 36 points with Ryan Tannehill, 21 points with Todd Gurley, 20 points with Amari Cooper, 22 points with Noah Fan, and even 15 points with Beasley at my flex. But if I compare the flex to Frank's flex, he had Emmanuel Sanders as his flex, who had seven receptions, 157 yards, touchdowns, Throwing touchdowns. I mean, he, he fucking did everything. He had a 90-yard touchdown pass. you got to be kidding me. He's fucking wide open. Or, ugh. Anyway, kudos to you, Frank. Robbie Anderson had a strong day with over 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Kareem Hunt continues to have around that 15-point range. And, I, I mean, again, your your star, your star, Koo, 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 fucking this, this guy is 18 points. 18 points from your kicker? Ah, so frustrating. I mean, even if even if we took away 10 points, that would have been 152. I feel okay about that. But anyway, so he had four for four field goals and four for four extra points. Good for him. Anyway, Frank, um, strong performance. As I mentioned, I don't think you're going to be, be winning the DOS. I think it's going to be between myself, um, Kevin, or Jeremy, if I'm taking guesses. But going into Kevin and... Uh, Tally's game, this was a close one. Uh, I I know Tally doesn't typically participate in the text. I think he removed himself from the group text. Um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, um, but it was a tough one, man. Oh, final score was Kevin a hundred, Tally ninety nine point eight. So Tally lost by obviously point two points. Aaron Jones thirty two points. Jared Cook. 20 points. Really didn't have anything from Adams. Uh, Parker, who's been great, went out with a concussion. Um, Josh Allen, I think, went out with an injury. So you had, a, a unfortunately, a little bit of the injury train uh, for, your, for your team. And then, you know, even with Kevin. I mean, he has Derrick Henry, who continues to be a strong. Where'd you get Derrick Henry at? Derrick Henry in the, oh, in the fourth round. Oh, okay, so not really that much of a value. Um, Derrick Henry... 25 points. Calvin Ridley, 19 points. That was it. I mean, it was a super close game. I mean, this is this is much more of a stronger uh, DOS contender in terms of scores, but 
It is what it is. So, Kevin... Oh, I'm sorry. I said you might be in a contender. You're probably safe, but we'll see. And then our final round one DOS match was Kyle versus Nugget. Uh, 119 Kyle, 101 for Jeremy. Uh, Brissett had strong 27 points on Kyle's side. Galladay had a strong 18 points. Kittle had 18 points. Uh, Not really much coming from his running backs overall. I mean... It was enough. That's all that matters. Uh, Rodgers had a tough game on Jeremy's side. Uh, Saquon Barkley, as we mentioned. Saquon Barkley, 9.7 points this week, last week. 14 points the week before. 8 points the week before. I mean, in reality, he's only had one, two, three games of good, strong fantasy production outside of his injury. Uh, not not performing as a number one overall pick. I'm sorry, Jeremy. It's not, it's not a fun pick to have. I don't really like the number one pick. I, I I probably will trade if I ever get it again. But nonetheless, um, Allen Robinson was a strong performer for you. We talked about Devontae Freeman not really doing anything. He gave you 19 points. Um, you started New Orleans defense. We know that was a shootout, so you got negative six points there. Probably could have found um, another defense to plug in there, Jeremy. You might have uh, been okay. Even if you had eight points, you would have been a lot closer than where you were at. So... You and I play this week, and going into round two, I'll start with the consolidation bracket. Jeremy and I are playing, um, both of us are 0-1 in the consolidation bracket um, competition. Right now, the projections are very, very, very close. Uh, I have projected to outscore him by only four points. He has Rodgers going against Chicago. We know he struggled. Um... don't worry, Barkley has Miami, so Barkley will probably have like 50 points this week. Um, James White, Cincinnati. Mike Williams, ah, he's he's a he's a plug and play. We'll see what see what happens there. Um, Al Robinson should have a good day. Uh, Devontae Freeman's pay, playing San Francisco, so not overly concerned about that. You got the Saints playing against uh, Indianapolis. Um, yeah, you probably don't have any good options. Let's see. Could you plug or play anybody else? <clears throat> no. On your bench, I mean, uh, I think that's probably the, the, the strongest lineup you can have there. So on, on my side, what I'll try to contend and go against, I picked up Tyreek uh, Tariq Cohen <coughs> Excuse me, for a dollar. Uh, I'm going to play him this week uh, considering who did I lose? Well, I don't really have any good running backs between um, Damian Williams or Tevin Coleman or Jamal Williams really to play. Uh, I played Benny Snell, but he is not going to help me out this week with James Conner coming back. So let's see what happens to Tyreek Cohen. I mean, I'm happy with 10 points from Tyreek Cohen. Uh, he's playing Green Bay, so there should be some opportunity there. Um, I picked up Tannehill. Brady is on my bench. Um, even though Brady has Cincinnati, I'm still going to go with Tannehill. Uh, against Houston, so I'm hoping that Tannehill continues to have a good, strong performance as he's had in in the past uh, five out of seven weeks, I believe. Let's see. Yeah, Tannehill. I mean, Tannehill's been a stud. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, in seven seven games, in six games, he has scored over 24 fantasy points. So let's see what happens against Houston. I think it's a good opportunity for him to to go ahead and have some, uh, some points. Um, Todd Gurley, he may have a little bit of a, of a challenge, but hopefully he can, he, he's been pretty consistent as of late. 
is at 21, 18, and 20 points and 5 points. He'll probably have a 5-point game this week, or he'll just die on the field. Uh, Julio Jones, is it going against San Francisco? I'm worried about that. Mario Cooper is going against the... Uh, who's Mario Cooper play? Anyway, um, no fan. Let's see what happens to him uh, again this week. I mean, again, I really don't have... I mean, I, maybe I could play Curtis Samuel, but uh, I'm hoping and praying. I'm hoping my team plays and performs like they did last week uh, against Frank. But, but again, uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. So the other consolidation bracket games, we have Kyle versus Tally. Uh, right now, Kyle is projected to beat Tally. If that's the case, Tally will also be a contender for DOS at 0-2, but Kyle already got 23 points from uh, Mark Ingram and still has uh, uh, Kamara, Brissett, Allen, Galladay, Kittle, um, Cortland Sutton. Let's see, you have anyone on your bench that you could potentially, you want to potentially look at DJ Metcalf against Carolina and your flex over Cortland Sutton, um, maybe Kenyon Drake. I don't know. I might sub Cortland Sutton there, but anyway, it's your team, not mine. And then on Tally's side, uh, let's see. He's got Josh Allen in there right now. Who's his other quarterback that he might have? Uh, he does not have one. So he's riding Josh Allen. Aaron Jones continues to be strong in performance. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon has been okay, I think, in the past three games. At least he's had double digits. In two games, he's had 20, uh, 20 or more fantasy points. So not terrible. Uh, Devontae Adams, man, I'm with you. I'm hoping Devontae Adams has a huge game against Chicago. Come on. Um, and I think Devontae Parker is supposed to play. So if that's the case, playing against the Giants, he should also have a good game. So it could be interesting. I mean, again, someone on Coliseum could not perform. You could get 20 points out of Jared Cook. Who knows? And um, uh, with McLaren, hey, luckily you're paying the Philadelphia secondary. So he should have a shit ton of points. That's, that's good. Um, anyway, let's see what happens with that piece. And then the other one we have is... Frank versus Kevin. Uh, so in this case, whoever uh, wins or loses will be one and one. Uh, Kevin's uh, the Polymagician is that should be your next year's uh, uh, team name, I think. Polymagician. Uh, one twenty three versus one seventeen. So close game. He got ten points out of Le'Veon Bell. Like I said, Le'Veon Bell is a dud. Um, he's still playing Odell Beckham when he could potentially look at taking a shot with James Washington. Or, oh, I think Josh Jacobs is going to play. Yeah, or Marlon Mack, um, someone along those lines. You got, right now, you're probably subbing your team. You got Jack Doyle and Austin Hooper as your tight end and flex. And then you have Adam Thielen uh, So and Derrick Henry still to go. So, who knows? Um, Frank on the other side is going to be trying again with uh, with Kyle Murray. Uh, he's got Chris Carson and Kareem Hunt at the, uh, the spots. Chris Carson should have a good game against Carolina. Uh, Hunt should have some opportunity against Arizona. Then Diggs and Sanders uh, both have okay matchups. Uh, Henry against Minnesota might be might be difficult. Oh, look, you have Mostert. Uh, yeah, Mostert. I mean, he is the number one. And then, you know, your saving grace, uh, Waiku, is probably going to do fantastic in terms of field goals since they're playing San Francisco and they probably won't be able to get down the field. So he was 4-4 four four last week. He'll probably be 5-5 five five this week. So regardless, um, let's see what happens in that place. Then... I think we only have, let's see, did we talk about, yeah, we talked about Jeremy and me, we talked about, okay, so let's go into the playoff brackets, and, and, and again, what really matters at this point, 
Nigel's playing DJ. There's no implications to that game. I'm skipping it. Um, doesn't mean anything. Um, let's talk about the potential three-time um, defender versus, uh, versus Ernie McCracken this week. So the projections, I think both of this, this, this will probably be a really interesting game to watch as, as, it, as it progresses. We got Breeze versus Cousins. Uh, Breeze should win out on that one. We got Fournette versus Montgomery. Fournette's playing Oakland. He should win out on that one. We got Eckler versus Singletary. Um, Singletary may come out to that one. Michael Thomas versus DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins have a huge game, and then Thomas he could be he could be your saving grace, Pat. He could be your saving grace on Monday night if you're down by like fifteen points. You still should be okay. So we'll see what happens. Um, AJ Brown versus Gallup. Probably Gallup takes that. Mark Andrews versus Kelsey. Andrews already put up fifteen, so Kelsey probably put up around that. So probably the wash. Uh, Robert Woods versus Zach Pascal again. I know Pascal's been talked up this week. He's another. He could be the contender to Michael Thomas because he plays on Monday as well. So let's see what happens there. Defenses. We got New England's defense, who's been crazy. They're playing Cincinnati, so they're probably going to have a lot of points. Uh, de- definitely, the Patriots are going to beat over on the Pittsburgh, and then I don't care too much much quicker. So I think it's an even spread. Um, I do think that. Uh, Brandon has a really good opportunity to potentially eliminate Pat. That's 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 my my my, my bold prediction is it's one thirty eight to one thirty nine. My bold prediction it's going to be a hundred and fifty two. Let me write this down. Let me do a new note here. Let's just see if I can do some bold prediction. I said one hundred fifty two, Brandon, and then Pat will be at one. 40, I'm going to say 138, Pat. Just curious to see how much this, this actually comes into play. So best of luck to both of you guys. Uh, obviously, this is the spot to get into the championship. Uh, should be exciting. And then we have um, we have the uh, current DOS holder playing against uh, uh, Big Meech. Uh, Big Meech has to have some uh, subs sub this way. So let's, let's break down. We got a, a super, super close projection right now. Uh, 130 to 128. Uh, Alex already put up four points with Tucker, so that actually helps helps Josh. Their line should take take that 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 win. So he has Alex as of right now has Winston in over Matt Ryan. Um, Winston has been pretty good minus the uh, interceptions, but he's had in the past three weeks he's had 33, 10, and 47 points. So I mean, against Detroit, Detroit's been up, up, up in, up in the air around defense. I don't know. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I think he's going to take that one. I think so. Right now we have Deshaun Watson beating up uh, on, on, on Winston. Uh, McCaffrey plays Seattle, and, and Elliott plays uh, L.A. Uh, I think that Elliott's probably going to take this one. I'm calling Elliott taking this one, but McCaffrey's going to have a great day. Uh, then we have um, Johnson, uh, Duke Johnson. That's a that's a wild card there. You got anyone else you could plug and play there? Uh, let's see, Carlos Hyde. You're playing Carl. You're playing Duke Johnson over Carlos Hyde. Okay. Um, maybe you should have put. Uh, uh, yep. I guess not. Okay. Looking at you, have Crowder on the bench, twenty-seven points. So probably Nick Tubb is going to take that. As of right now, I have Josh winning this. Let's look at the receivers. 
Edelman, Slayton versus Shepard and Landry. Ooh, super close. I mean, Slayton has been uh, been okay, but it's been really good as of late, actually. Um, Julian Edelman should be the only one that's catching passes uh, against Brady. The probably, it's probably going to be a run game, but uh, Landry has Arizona, so there's potential there, and Shepard has Miami. So two pretty pretty shitty defenses uh, against receivers. Uh, I don't know. I think Alex may take that one. Then we have uh, then we have Ertz versus Smith at the tight end position. Um, we're playing Washington today, so Ertz should have a pretty pretty okay day. I don't know, man. This one's going to be really close, and the projections are saying close um, as well. Let me see what my my bold prediction is going to be. Um, do I keep it closer? I say I say Josh takes this one one forty three. Hmm. To one forty. Let's make it close. There's my projections. So I'm saying that Josh is going to beat Alex by three points. Ta da. So for those of you that are still obviously contending for a shot on the plaque, shot at the trophy, you know, that respect, that pride. Something I know nothing about in this league because I feel like I'm always in the loser's bracket. Um, best of luck to you. Um, for those that are playing in the consolidation bracket, oh, you know, again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to round three. So hope everyone's teams, you know, at least it makes it fun to watch fantasy football. And uh, for DJ and, and Nigel, um, I mean, nothing. there's nothing more in this, in this, in this uh, league this year. So... I will be, uh, I'll be doing another podcast, um, probably next Sunday, uh, if I can get something earlier, if I can set something up with a special guest, if anyone wants to be a special guest and wants to come hang out at my house, cause I probably won't have a lot of time to be driving and setting up the podcast, please come over. Uh, I'm usually at the house. I have to get Christmas shopping done. I have so many things I need to do. I just need to get through this week. I get through this week, I'll be okay. Um, so I'll have another podcast kind of going through the uh, the championship and the DOS uh, bracket. Uh, see if we can get something. Uh, part of that part of that episode will be talking about what Alex is delivering me today. So I'll be seeing. You, I'll be talking with you guys before before the holidays. So have a have a good fruitful week. Uh, have all your players doing the things that they should be doing based off the projections of what you've done in the lineup, making sure all your players that are in your lineup, no one on your bench outscores those players. And yeah, yeah. Best, best of, best of luck to everyone playing today. Uh, hopefully the Eagles can, can beat up on the Redskins. They should. So, all right guys, uh, nothing more today. I kept it a little bit longer than I anticipated, but oh, well, I hope you enjoy the episode, uh, episode 11, and um, yeah, talk to you all later. Peace out. Yeah, head above water this year, boys.